1: Well, it's time for today's AM Minnesota program. Lots of class in the studio today. Kelly Chadwick, who's a 4-H extension educator in Rice County. Thanks for coming in again, Kelly.
2: Good morning. Thanks for having us, Jerry.
1: And the real class, Molly Albert. Say hi, Molly. Hi. (laughs) And then the shy guy sitting in the corner that doesn't want to be on the microphone. Here's your chance, Molly. You can pick on him. My dad is really grumpy today. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knew that he was going to get harassed publicly on the air, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so tell us about yourself, Molly. Where are you going to school? Where should you be in school right now instead of here in the studio? Um, I go to Northfield Middle School,
3: and I'm an eighth grader,
1: and I'm 14. Boy, one more year, you're no longer a grader. Then you're a freshman. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, and boy, in another year, it's driver's training, and then dad buys your car to drive when you're 16.
3: Yeah, I'm psyched.
1: (laughs) Isn't it fun to work with the kids, Kelly? Especially kids like, she walked in with a big smile. I know,
2: Mm -hmm. and she was so excited to come to the radio anyway. Just no pulling teeth here for
1: this one. Oh, That was a bad analogy. (laughs) Last week, I was at the oral surgeon at noon and got home at quarter to four. We're going to move on.
2: (laughs) Sorry about that one.
1: (laughs) Let that be a lesson to you. Just don't get old. I outlive my teeth.
2: (laughs) Right, right.
1: So you've been on many times in the past, Kelly, and I remember I ought to get a bonus because I was on the extension committee. (laughs) My claim to fame when Kelly was hired as 4 H program coordinator back then here in Rice County. That was just three, four years ago. Just a few
2: years ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Puts us in the same seasoned category.
1: Yes. (laughs) But what a rewarding career to influence the lives of, of kids and help them make good decisions.
2: It really is. And I am blessed to say that I am a little bit seasoned. Um, <laughs> I'm in your boat, but um, I've been able to watch so many kids start and finish now that I've been here uh, for a longer duration. So it's fun to watch them grow and develop. And-
1: I've still got you in one spot, though, because I've started interviewing the second generation of 4-H and FFA members. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, well, I've got a few (laughs) that are. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you called and wanted to come on and bring Molly along because we've got kind of a big deal here in Rice County 4-H coming up.
2: We do. It's kind of a big year for us. Back in 1924, Rice County 4-H was born. So this year we are celebrating 100 years of the program here in our county.
1: Wow, 100 years and let the record show. I wasn't here that.
2: (laughs) No, no, neither of us are
1: that seasoned. And KDHL went on the air, to put it in perspective,
2: 1948.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, and so 4-H is considerably older (laughs) than...
2: Well, we've got you in one area then, yeah, right?
1: Yeah. So uh, I assume you're planning early. And so give us some of the details on what might be happening. Is it like a year long, multiple things? Or is it one big shindig or kind of what's planned?
2: Yeah, we're in the beginning stages yet. So um, I've got Molly here because she is part of my planning committee. and She so looks we,
1: very organized. <laughs> she
2: does. <laughs> um, she's going to bring all of her enthusiasm and get us going. But Uh, We have been gathering youth and adults who are interested in in helping to plan things, fun. Um, We're still at the beginning. We've only had one large committee meeting, but we have broken into subcommittees. And so we're looking at, obviously, gathering a lot of the history and how did we get started and how has 4-H changed in our county throughout the years and looking to have some different gatherings for alumni, uh, bringing them back. Uh, you got to celebrate and always have merchandise of some sort. So oh, looking yes. at um, different options to to put that logo. And uh, speaking of logo, we're getting ready to launch uh, a countywide or 4-H member-wide uh, vote coming up here. All the kids were encouraged to design a logo, and then they brought it back to their 4-H club. The club voted, and so they'll have uh, hopefully eight logos to choose Ooh, from. Cool. And that'll be on all of our stuff that we get printed.
1: Did you have a part in that, Molly?
3: I did submit a logo.
1: (laughs) Tell us about it.
3: Um, Well, it took forever because I'm very indecisive when it comes to it. (laughs) But I tried to not use too many colors, but my color instincts wanted every single color that I could find. So I had to narrow down to two, but it was a lot of fun. Uh,
1: Let me guess, one of them may be green? (laughs) I don't know how I would have known that
3: kind of had to add that in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what other color is it? What does it look like? Give us a little idea.
3: It's like a circle, I think. No, it's like uh, the shape of Rice County.
1: Oh, it's oh and that's big, a good idea.
3: Yeah, and it's kind of got like 100 years kind of intertwined and the clover.
1: Oh, obviously, we better have that four-leaf clover.
2: <laughs> One of the guidelines. We had four guidelines oh. that they had to incorporate
3: yeah and then it's just very it me and my demands it was very appealing to my eyesight
1: that, well, you have, it's obviously some green what's the other color you narrowed it down to
3: black it was pretty black. plain
1: oh uh, well you know you can't have it too busy either then it doesn't really get a message across either
3: no i'm hoping that the colors of the shirts might be a little more colorful than my actual logo
1: are we still revising a little bit if you're indecisive?
3: <laughs> i ha- I went through 20 like drafts. Oh, <laughs> it was
1: too ah, much. <laughs> you're more persistent than I am, Molly. I think I'd have given up after the first one, two for sure, but
3: I almost did
1: <laughs> <laughs> So that now you've officially entered it. Yeah, yeah. so yours won the your 4-H club then. maybe, maybe. I don't
3: know if we voted yet.
1: Oh, not that you'd be biased at all. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> How did you end up getting involved in 4-H, Molly?
3: My mom was a part of it. She was. She grew up in Stearns County.
1: So oh, that's that. Uh, when you say Stearns, I think of 4-H and dairy.
3: Mm. Yeah. So she was heavily involved in the dairy part of it, but then i got involved in like first grade because she was involved and it's just my like love for 4-h yeah. has grown ever since
1: yeah so she didn't have to persuade you or threaten to put you up for adoption <laughs> if you didn't join
3: no nope.
1: <laughs> and i i'm hoping that through all these things too we get out that if you aren't part of 4-h Come to these things and see what the kids do and see all the fun that they have and the things that they get to do and learn. And let's get more foragers at the same time, right?
2: Exactly. And you don't have to live on a farm or have uh, animals to be in forage. Back <laughs> in
1: my day, maybe, but we were talking about how many decades ago that was. But it was true. It was mainly farm boys and girls. And it was most of the things we talk, um, took to the fair was livestock. But it has so changed now that.
2: Yeah. That was definitely our root, roots. Um, <laughs> Not that that start.
1: isn't a big part of it yet, but so many more things.
2: Though. It is. And it's, yeah, I would say it's definitely part of the program still. We have, um, and Molly can attest to this too, she's involved in a, a variety of different things that are connected back to agriculture. But uh, yeah, the we've got something for everyone. So um, if you're into taking yeah. pictures, come yeah. be part of the photography. Well,
1: and if you don't fit into any other categories see Molly I've been educated my wife says I'm slow but trainable been working on me for like 47 (laughs) years but if you don't fit in the category it's (laughs) self-determined and we're gonna create one for you and what your interest is so what do you bring or what did you bring last year what are you interested in Well,
3: I'm very passionate about my dairy goats and dairy cattle but when it comes to general projects I really like the creative writing aspects and then I also like photography because it's like kind of by yourself and yeah. it's just something simple.
1: And you can take a picture and kind of tell a story Yeah. with what you've done. And when you get your photography project ready, like last summer for the fair, did you have a fancy camera or did you use a cell phone?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely use a cell phone. <laughs>
1: Well, I've heard now, especially the newer ones, they're almost better quality than some mm-hmm. of the really expensive cameras you yeah. used to buy. Yeah, it's
2: amazing how technology is advanced. Yeah.
1: Speaking of technology, this is, goes back probably three, four years. The first day of Rice County Fair, so I went wandering over to the 4-H building, and uh, these kids with robotics. And <laughs> the judge was there. How did these little kids, Yeah, you know, how did they get this Thing put together to do these things. I just sat there and what? I couldn't believe it.
2: Yeah, you're referring to that engineer design challenge, aren't oh. you? With a common, kind of the domino effect yeah. where they got yeah. one thing to make the next thing. Yeah.
1: And, yeah. Uh, it, and there again, it's a classic example of what these kids can do in Forge with what their passion is mm-hmm. and uh, teach some things at the, along the way.
2: Oh, absolutely. There's learning for all yeah. levels whether you're young or old.
1: And here's the other coolest thing about 4-H is that it seems nowadays mom and dad go different directions. Each kid goes a different direction. How many organizations where dad, mom, or grandma, or grandpa all go to the same thing? Classic example, Molly's got her dad here, even though he is shy and relaxing in the couch in the studio. (laughs) I told you you were going to get it, Dave. You could come up here and defend yourself or just keep taking it. (laughs) So you're in eighth grade this year. Yeah. Do you do a lot of other things too in school or or is it uh, school and mainly for your 4-H and your projects? I do
3: primarily 4-H, but I do like to get involved in other things. It's just not as heavily as 4-H.
1: It might interfere too much with taking care of your dairy cattle and your goats and all your other projects. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we have to take a break for the markets. When we come back, let's find out a little bit more about if you've thrown any dates out and kind of some things that we can look forward to when we celebrate Rice County Centennial. We've got Century Farms, so why can't we have Century (laughs) 4-Hs, right? Right. But first, we better check out the market sponsored by the KDHL Boosters. They include a Farm Seed at Dundas for quality seed at reasonable prices, including cover crop seed. Give Paul or Jean a call,
0: 507-645-7995. Cattle futures are lower. Hogs, corn, and soybeans are mixed. I'm John Perkins with the Brownfield Market Update. Stein's focus on delivering higher yield in genetics faster than the competition is why they've released more enlist E3 lines than any other company. Stein has yield. Soybeans are back to mostly modestly higher with a higher move in bean meal, oversold and due for a bounce. Brazil remains in control of the global market, though, due to a price advantage, even with lower production estimates out of that country recently. March beans are up three at 1136, May is three and a half higher at 1145 and a quarter. March bean meals backed up $1.50 at $3.33, and March bean oils 43 higher at $44.45. Corn's narrowly mixed, consolidating after hitting another round of fresh contract lows on long liquidation. Weather looks generally favorable in most of South America, with second crop planning in Brazil moving forward. March corn's down a half at three ninety nine and a quarter, May's up a half at 414. And wheat's turned modestly higher, oversold and due for a bounce, but any sustained upside is going be, to be limited by slow export demand. Forecast this week at precipitation, including snow in some U.S. winter wheat growing areas. March Chicago's up 3.5 at 5.77. With another round of commercial support, March uh, cotton's up 95 at 95.88. Maize 45 higher at 93.94. But on fund selling, March rice is down 15 at 18.45. Live and feeder cattle are lower. Placements Friday were a little bit larger than expected, and there are concerns about beef demand when choice gets to 300. April live's down 102 at 186.87. June's 97 lower at 182.90. March feeders are down 230 at 252.27. And with cold storage numbers delayed until this afternoon, April hogs are down 77 at 86.42. June leans up 32 at 99.70. John Perkins. am minnesota on the mighty 920 kdhl
1: the market update sponsored by the kdhl agri boosters including werner farm seed at dundas for quality seed at reasonable prices including cover crop seed give paula gina call 507-645-7995 and craig keller over at the keller insurance agency in near strand remember craig helps protect all things important and valuable to you in studio today, lots of class, other than dad sitting in the corner. He's down in my category. Rice County 4 H Molly Alberts is in studio and Kelly Chadwick, a 4 H extension educator. And it's really fun to be in studio with you, Molly. You'll have to come in more often. <laughs> I
3: will.
1: Yep. A good excuse to skip school, right? Very good excuse. Because this is educational. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of 4 H and your rounded experience, mm-hmm. right? Before we get to those dates, I have a question for you. Not that I would ever like to get you in trouble or stir the pot, but you mentioned you love dairy goats and dairy cattle. Which yeah. one is your favorite?
3: Dairy cattle. Cattle. <laughs>
1: they're
3: just bigger and yeah. they're in less work. The little ones, they just flop all over the
1: place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so why, when you're showing goats, why don't you put a halter on them like you do your dairy cattle?
3: I don't know. I I feel like it would be way easier. It's just... <laughs> I just have to go by the rule book, so yeah.
1: that's what I do. That's another thing that happened to me. A certain Donker's <laughs> son, who will remain nameless, but that was back when he had to look up to me, and so he was showing his pigs, and he really got into it. And I said, well, you know, I used to show dairy cattle. It's all nice and organized. You're on a halter, and you're <laughs> prading' them around the ring, and... The judge lines them up and they stand there all nice and we got pigs running all over the place. Why don't you just put a halter on them? He looks up at me, puts his hands and, Wow, that's not how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's never gonna live that now. <laughs> but that's the beauty of 4-H. He learns so many different things.
2: Oh, absolutely. And even, I mean, I... Would probably say that I learn more from the kids than they learn from me sometimes yeah. so.
1: I just look at what i 'm doing even look at molly she 's fourteen she 's not shy. look how she can talk about what she 's designing and doing things i couldn 't put two sentences together when I was well some would say i can 't today <laughs> but
2: <laughs> oh absolutely a huge uh, learning opportunity to develop those public speaking skills and learn how to have those one on one conversations and and just socialize, talk and,
1: with others. Well, that's a key too, meeting new kids, because when we go to a certain school, we kind of tend to get in our own group. And then when you go to 4-H or the fair, there's kids all over from all over the county. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the state fair, <laughs> and then there's kids from all over the state, or maybe you're going to Washington, D.C., then there's 4-Hers from all over the country. Molly just gave me a big smile. What were you thinking, Molly? <laughs> I've
3: definitely met probably... Most of my friends
1: from 4-H, and their lifelong friends. And I believe that because I've watched a lot of 4-Hers grow up, and when I see them around, they comment that they have friends of this day that they made in 4-H.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, lots of examples of yeah. that. Some even get married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so more on uh, activities that we're planning or anything nailed down then as we kind of have the century 100 year celebration of rice county 4-h
2: well i would say excuse me there's nothing nailed down yet um we've got our next committee meeting coming up here in a few weeks that we're gonna come and report back um but i've got a hunch that the majority of our activities are going to happen during the rice county fair because naturally people just come back um so we're hoping to have some different events played out throughout the week that highlight and showcase the history but also that social time, that connection and what that's going to look like, we don't know quite yet, but I would imagine that we'll have more than once uh-huh. to, to bring people back together.
1: Would be fun, uh, not the livestock because <laughs> they've been showing livestock pretty much the same way since going <laughs> back then, but it'd be fun to talk with some of the 4-H alums and the projects and the general projects and some of the things that they brought back then compared to what, Molly, you might be bringing today. Yeah, there's definitely some changes there. Yeah, like back when I was in 4-H, brace yourself, Molly, we didn't have computers. We didn't have cell phones.
3: How do you live without
1: that? Uh, because we didn't know what we were missing. And we thought it was really cool that there was a phone in the house and it wasn't a private line, but we shared that line with four, five, six of our neighbors. I, I just guess. got the look. <laughs> I
2: know, it's <laughs> fun to watch your facial expressions over here.
1: <clears throat> but they are going up in a different environment. But then on the other side, in a more serious note, speaking of cell phones and the social media and some of those things, it's kind of fun when you talk to kids like Molly with lots of things to do so they don't waste a lot of time playing out. Ooh, dad even agrees with that back there. He shook his head. Let's keep these kids occupied spending maybe a little less time on their silly cell phone yeah
2: yeah it's definitely a time consumer for for lots of ages
1: yep but that would be fun and so we're thinking of having a couple three things maybe if folks are coming back and what excuse if you haven't been back to the rice county fair for a few years make a point of coming back this year
2: yeah, absolutely. I I just, I'm excited because I think it's going to be a lot of fun, even though we have no idea what the activities are going to look oh, like. Oh, these
1: but... kids can be pretty creative, can't <laughs> they? Oh, they are,
2: and we've got lots of excitement on our committee, <laughs> so I have no doubt that it's going to be a good time.
1: I happen to think, so Rice County is celebrating their 100th or century anniversary. Other counties in the county, did they all, or in the area, did most counties get started sometime in there, in that range? Do you know...
2: Kelly? I would say within, and I I don't know what the right uh, frame of time is, but I know we've had neighboring counties, especially here in Minnesota or Southeast Minnesota, that have celebrated a hundred years within the last five years. Five
1: years, so it is. This so we're is not, kind not the of th- first, but yeah. yeah, it's
2: kind of that time frame where I think we're going to see more of them pop up and um, and just keep happening. Cause
1: yeah, because it's nice. It's our heritage. It's kind of fun. To look back, and we should probably mention too if you aren't in 4 H and you think this might be kind of fun, Mm -hmm. you can, I know you can start pretty much any time, but there's a better time probably in the fall, but that's a long time from now, so you wouldn't want to wait till then.
2: No, you can sure uh, join now, and we still have lots of different opportunities happening, whether they're at the club level or we'll have county, regional. Um, depends on your age, but sometimes um, state leadership opportunities are an option that kids like to choose as well. It's really so. fun
1: to uh, talk to those 4-H ambassadors at the county level or the state ambassadors. Boy, are they some outgoing kids that are going places!
2: They are, and we've we've got a good crew of county ambassadors this year. And this year, we're also fortunate that we've got two state egg ambassadors. Um, And so they are at that state level, but both happen to be from Rice County 4-H. And their focus is bringing agriculture to to others around them.
1: And so many other things, too. And Molly has a sweatshirt that says 4-H, Minnesota 4-H State Project Bowl 2022. So you better tell us (laughs) a little bit about that, Molly.
3: Well, I do dairy, like project bowl but it's pretty much where you learn about your species like a species or i do dairy so i'll learn about like the breeds and it really helps me like understand more when i'm like showing and picking stuff out you know for my heifers like feed and stuff and it's and i make so many new friends each year and it's just a great experience
1: and so did you compete did you have three or four Others from Rice County and you had a team or explain how that worked, Molly.
3: Well, there is my team consists of like four individuals usually and there can be more like up to six, I think. But anyways, there's a regional and then there's state. So like top four go to state for like senior and junior.
1: And then obviously your team went to state. So you must have done. Oh, did I get a smile there? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how you did. And then.
3: Well, we got to stay in 2022. We got out, like, the second round, but it was so fun, and it's just a great excuse to hang out with some amazing people.
1: And maybe miss another day or two of school, or was it on a weekend? I didn't
3: get to miss any school. Oh, darn. But sometimes, when it's far enough away, we get to stay in a hotel, and I get to miss, like, half the school. (laughs) So, We're going to hope that it's
1: far away. And maybe go swimming in the indoor pool. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) Fringe benefits of being involved in 4-H. Right, right. (laughs) But there's a classic example. I'm familiar with that, and I'm familiar with uh, dairy cattle judging. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's things for swine or horses or...
2: Yeah, there's a few different um, dairy. There's general livestock. There's rabbits, poultry. Yeah. Um, there's even a shooting sports and wildlife for Project Bull now. But mm-hmm. a lot of these kids are also on the judging team where right now it's um, with Project Bull, it's more of that knowledge base. Uh-huh. Um, and then when they work with the animals or have the judging teams, that's where they're judging the actual animals. and
1: And they have an interest and then they're learning more about their species and Maybe do better in the show ring. Yeah. yeah. So what was the state project bowl like? Was it all just a test then, like a written test, or did you have to?
3: You actually compete against people. So, like, there's another team in the room, and you buzz in against the other team, and then whoever wins goes on to the next round.
1: So, like, a judge gives you a question then? And yeah. And whoever, you push a bell or something. Yeah. I know. Who? So you got to be fast, too, then.
3: Do yeah, that. you got to be speedy. <laughs>
1: And do they penalize you if you push the button and then you didn't know the answer?
3: Yeah, oh, sometimes. Oh, you can get a
1: negative score too. that, huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, we got in there sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, stuff happens, right? Yeah. But that that's the beauty of, of 4-H. And I, I love FFA too, but mm-hmm. sometimes you maybe don't do quite as well as you'd hoped. Well, life is kind of that way too. Things don't always go exactly the way you planned and you have to learn how to figure out how to accomplish what you want. And I think that's what's so key about what 4-H and FFA teach the kids.
2: Right, I would totally agree with that. And it's a safe space to fail is kind of look, you know, obviously we want to succeed and have those successes. But um, but when those times go the way that we don't desire, um, learn from it and reflect and, and what can be done differently next time that will help us advance.
1: That's what's so cool. I've watched a lot of judges at county fairs And they're teaching, too, and they're explaining, especially the younger 4-Hers, about, you know, well, how your project could have been better, how you could have improved on this so that you can do better next year. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, we've only got three or four minutes left, but Kelly, uh, if someone would like to join 4-H or find out more about it.
2: Yes, um, find the local extension office here in Rice County. We're out at the fairgrounds. Otherwise, you can email, call, stop in. Uh, But we're open, 4-H is open to kindergarten through one year past high school graduation. So we love kids of all ages and all backgrounds.
1: And the other thing that makes 4-H special is volunteers. Never forget another interview I was doing with a 4-H'er that just finished their freshman year in high school. So this was the last year and they were having a great time with the fair, but I started talking about, and well, this is my last year, got really sad. And I said, well, this isn't really your last year in 4-H It's called an adult volunteer.
2: That's right, (laughs) go to the next step. And I do want to throw out quick before we're done with the air. um, We are seeking out alumni so that they can be involved and included in our plans that are coming up. Um, So if you are tech friendly and I've got a website for you to share your information if you're interested, otherwise again, call the extension office. But if you go to z.umn.edu backslash rice county 4-H alumni, it's gonna bring you to a quiz or a survey and it's just asking for your contact information um, so that we can include you when we do have plans and make sure you're aware.
1: And then Mo- when Molly and the other 4 H is around, then they can answer those emails.
2: Right. right. Oh, yeah. We're going to have lots of work to do with all mm-hmm. the responses we're getting.
1: Yeah. So. Because you know how to do that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your phone number there, and ca- or you could just stop by too, because Lisa's there pretty much.
2: Yep. You can come out hours. to the office or you can call 507 uh, 332 is my direct line, um, and I'd be happy to get you on our list and take your information.
1: And if you're in another county and you're thinking, boy, I would like to see my kids maybe involved in 4-H, well, just go to your local extension office, and they'll get you pointed in the right direction.
2: That's right. All 87 counties in Minnesota have a 4-H program, so there's there's something somewhere for For everyone. everyone.
1: It'll be fun, too, to see some of the history of it, some of the pictures and some of the things from 4-H back in the 1920s here in Rice County. That could be really interesting.
2: It is. We've started digging at the Historical Society, both in uh, Northfield and Faribault, looking for this, these artifacts or historical pieces. And it's Unfortunately,
1: good. when I was younger, I had no interest in... <laughs> History. As I've gotten older, I've had more interest, but Molly's much more mature than I was at that age. So you're interested in history, right, Molly?
3: Uh, Yeah, a little bit. A little
1: bit. If it's 4-H history, right?
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you weren't super convincing there, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for coming in, Molly. Molly Alberts, a very enthusiastic Rice County 4 h -er who was almost a freshman. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> and Kelly Chadwick, uh, Rice County 4 H Extension Educator. Stay in touch, Kelly. You've got my email contact information. If you want to do another AM Minnesota program down the road or things being announced? You know how to get a hold of me.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for having us.
1: Here's national news from ABC.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.